When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frank Morano is a great radio host, mm. and he does a great job getting huge ratings, huge ratings, and he joins me every now and then. He is one of the friends on Sid and Friends in the morning. Here he is, Frank Morano. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, Sid, and lest anyone think that I am uh, competing with our boss, John Katsimatidis, uh, which, by the way, great book. I've been reading it, and I'm mentioned on pages 230 and 243, so if people want to skip <laughs> right to those pages, that's fine. Is that true? Um, yes, that is true, yes. Oh, that's uh, awesome. But, um, I don't even know if I'm you. in the yeah, book. But, uh, yes, you're with me on page 243. Oh, nice. Um, but but um, it, it, uh, John did give his blessing for me to uh, appear on the radio at the same time. So not everybody has to turn on their radio, <laughs> turn off the radio and turn on Fox. That is funny. Ahead. Yeah, you're on the same exact time as him. That's funny. But tell you, I got a kick. I played some of your audio a couple of days ago, uh, which I do often. Uh, you were railing about this dentist. And I know that uh, for the majority of folks listening right now, this is inside baseball, but I don't care. Mm. There's a dentist. His name is Alan Sniffen. And for decades and decades, he runs this message board. It's the New York radio message board. It's in New York City. And even though people in our business go, oh, nobody cares, they're all lying, whether it's Mark Chernoff, who ran the fan for many years, a guy like Wayne Cabot on CBS 880, Curtis Sliwa, Ron, all these guys have been on this message board forever. Now, they sometimes have aliases, so you don't know what's them. Like, I think Mark Chernoff for years was a guy named Casey Jones. But the truth is, in the business in New York, everybody reads this message board. And the guy that runs it, this uh, snipping guy, for some reason has a huge hard-on for our radio station. And specifically, guys like me and you... And he went after us on an email to you just a couple of days ago. What's the latest with that? Well, look, and again, I almost feel silly uh, talking about a message board that probably a few hundred people are checking on a radio on a daily basis. When I've seen the ratings for your show, you've got hundreds of thousands of listeners. So it's like it's almost like sending using a bazooka to blow up an anthill. Uh, that being said, it does bother me because, um, you know, guys like you and me, we love radio and we know how to do radio. And I think we recognize that this is about entertainment. It's not about changing minds or or. or or a political evangelism or anything like that. It's about entertainment. It's about putting on a show. And uh, we're exactly the kind of folks that the folks that uh, populate this message board should be embracing and promoting. And a lot of them take issue, and this is my problem with what they're saying, a lot of them take issue with the fact that you mention that you're number one and I mentioned that I'm number one when, you know, spoiler alert, we are number one because they say, oh, well, but you're not number one in 2554 and that's the demo that advertisers uh, care about. And who now said? the reason I... Fu- who said, yeah, by the, the way? The, well, they've yeah. all said that. I know they're right, wrong. Right, exactly. 
Yeah, and the these idiots, uh, the reason I find this so offensive, one, none of these people are working in radio professionally, so who are you to criticize two of the few people that are actually making a living in this business? But the reason I find it offensive is it's, a, it's, it's such an insult to our listeners. Because someone's 55 or 60, all of a sudden they don't count. All of a sudden uh, that's not a demographic that's uh, that wants to be reached by advertisers. I hear the ads that you're running. clear, And I know the rate that uh, the sales department is charging for them. I uh, I think that there's ample opportunity to reach people that are uh, over the age of 55. And for some, for these armchair radio DJs and talk show hosts to act like they don't count, I find it idiotic. And then, well, by the um, way, just a little a little alert for these morons: millennials don't spend money, so. The, the whole idea here is that we want to get a the, – the, the reason why we get ratings, folks, is because we use those as a tool to sell the show. Now, there are guys like Don Imus. He never got ratings, ever, but he sold. He was a, uh, just an animal when it came to revenue. I've had the experience. I've been successful in both, as you have. But ratings are just a tool to sell. Millennials don't spend money. Men, women, 55 to 60, they do. So if we're winning that war, we're winning the big war. No, Frank? Right. A hundred percent right. And my problem with um, with Alan Sniffen, the, who runs this message board, is twofold. One, he's a dentist, and that's great. But he holds himself out as some sort of a radio expert. And now, when has he made a living in radio? What has he done? He has no problem using our logo uh, on one on his music. Well, how radio does he do that? How does website? John Katsimatidis uh, uh, and Chad Lopez allow some dopey dentist who knows dick about radio, by the way, to use he, our logo and, and WA? ABC, we should sue the bastard and take it away from him today. Uh, you know, you got me. I, I have no idea how he gets away with that. But the other thing is, look, um, if they're interested in local radio, especially in New York, they should be holding us up on a platform and wanting us to do well and and celebrating right. our successes, not trying to act like everything that we're doing that's successful is somehow not counting for some reason. It's clear to me these guys have their favorites in the radio business, and we're not it. And no. I know this because so many listeners have written to me and said, you know, Frank, I tried to post something to defend you on the message board. They take and it they down. They don't allow it up. They there. take so it there's down. No, yeah. There's no even pretense yeah. of free no. speech. And no. I, I'm done talking about it. I'm, uh, no, I'm starting a New York dentistry. <laughs> <message board. laughs> yeah, I love that. No, they love Imus. They love Francesca. This yeah, idiot, you know? this idiot Snippin yeah. has, he's on record saying that he thinks Greg Kelly who gets a 2.7 while I'm getting a 7.6, you're getting an 11, is the best talent here. And Greg is an okay talent at best on radio. Probably mediocre on television, too. That's all you need to know about Sniffin. Anybody pumping up Greg Kelly as the best at this station knows nothing about TV and or radio. Now, New York Post today, page uh, 20, excuse me, page 10, I should say, Zeldin's 2024 game plan for GOP. And Lee goes on to write how to surf a red wave. Now, he joined me and Andrew about two days ago, and he made it very clear here, Frank, he does not have any real game plan for his own career, but he is talking about the GOP. What are your thoughts on the Zeldin pack? Well, I, I think it makes uh, perfect sense. You know, I'm sorry he's not running for Suffolk County Executive this year. I think he could have wa slept, 
sleepwalked into that office. And I think it would have been a great platform for him to run for governor or run for statewide office again in the future. But he decided it wasn't best for him. Look, uh, this is great. This allows him to raise money to help federal candidates and to make independent expenditures on their behalf. So it allows him to accumulate some chits. So if he wants to run for U.S. Senate or even uh, a national position, um, he is in a position to build alliances with uh, not only congressional candidates running in New York, but congressional candidates running around the country. And uh, this pack, the money it raises, it can pay for his travel. It can pay for his lunches as long as they're for political purposes and allow him to continue to build up the the Zeldin brand. So it's not exactly a surprise. A lot of uh, politicians that are losers that I don't want to call him a loser that lost his election, but are still sort of a hot commodity. They do this sort of thing. Uh, but I think it's a smart move and it seems to be uh, that he's handling it responsibly. And unlike his other uh, political committees, he does not have George Santos's treasurer anymore, <laughs> which I think is a positive. Frank Morano, other side of midnight. So I keep seeing these videos of these fat, stupid college kids yelling and screaming how the Supreme Court has a lot of nerve, that uh, Joe Biden is a great man for canceling all their student debt. And, of course, I would feel that way if I was a young, dopey college kid, too. But I guess what they don't get is somewhere, somewhere down the road, somebody like, I don't know, me or you has to pay for this. It doesn't just go away. So I'm thrilled that the Supreme Court may, in fact, not allow this to happen. Your thoughts on the SCOTUS hearing for student loans? Well, so there's two different aspects to this. They have the public policy aspect of it and the legal aspect of it. And I honestly think it's a loser on both. I mean, to think that we're going to, um, you know, borrow money from China so that the taxpayers uh, can can bail out people that have borrowed money. And we're picking and choosing who we're going to help out here. If you went to a trade school or you chose to go out and start a business or just work or you paid off your student loans, you don't get a bailout. But uh, some Someone that did take out more student loans than it was clear that they could pay out, they get a bailout. It doesn't strike me as fair, but it also you have a legal issue here. And Judge Napolitano can speak more about this later. But it's it's clear to me that President Biden did not have the authority to do this on on his own. Now, the thing that I'm interested to hear with Judge Napolitano is it didn't seem like the Republican states that were challenging this yesterday were that prepared on the issue of standing. That's the only thing that I could see uh, hurting them on this is whether or not they have standing to challenge this. But I think if they get to the merits of deciding whether this is legal or not, it's clear that the, the Biden is using the HEROES Act for something it was never intended for and something that Congress never intended it to be for. And I, I think uh, the justices... Uh, probably in a 6-3 decision, are going to yeah. um, squash Biden's plans to yeah. do this. And you're right. Judge Napolitano will join me as he does every Thursday at 740. And just so you know, he does tend to send me some of the topics beforehand. And you guessed it, exactly what you just talked about. That is one of the topics that the judge wants to cover. On the way out, you know, of course, you've got our mutual friend, Lauren Conlon. We both love her. And uh, she's mm. got this uh, buddy, Mike Ragusa, who's running for city council in that race coming up in uh, Bay Ridge up against folks like Ari Kagan trying to unseat the Democrat Justin Brennan. But that's not the only city council race you're interested in. Give me some uh, doozies coming up over the next couple of months. 
Well, a couple of things. Well, first of all, I'm going to be out uh, actually speaking at uh, at Mike Ragusa's fundraiser on Thursday night in Bay Ridge. So if people come out and see that, I'll get to meet them there if they want to come. And uh, the Democrat, Justin Brannon, I've known him a long time, too. He does a great job. But I'll, I'll speak anywhere yeah, that I'm By the way, Justin to. Brannon, I date with him 23 years ago when I got really? my first ever job in New York City. I got the job as morning show host with Scott Kaplan. When that radio station, 102.7 WNEWFM, was red hot, Opie and Anthony, the radio chick, Ron and Fez, Don and Mike. Well, one of the interns for Opie and Anthony, a very young Justin Brannan. That's very funny. Yeah. yeah, I heard a funny story from him about a cockfight that you guys did on the radio yes. back in those that days. That was my last uh, day. That's, that's when I, I said to Craig Carton, go F yourself. I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> Justin Brannon was Opie and Anthony's intern, and now, of course, he's Mr. City Council. My intern was a guy named Chris Olivero. All he does right now is run every major Odyssey station in New York, including 1010 Winds and WFAN. See, you're always talking about the Sid Rosenberg tree. It would appear that one of those leafs is actually on the city council. But uh, <laughs> so I think I think Brandon is well positioned for the general election. I think he's likely to win. But there are some other possible Republican pickups in the rest of the city. There's this brand new Asian district, and the candidate that Lester uh, Chang is backing, I believe his name is Gordon Ho. Uh, although there's five or six people all with Asian names that uh, I can't keep track. I think he's in a very good position to win. So um, if somehow the Republicans are able, either with Kagan, uh, Ragusa, or uh, the uh, candidate, Anna, that's backed by uh, Ina Vernikov in the 47th, if they're able to hold on to, the, uh, to win that seat, and if they're able to win this Asian seat, you'll have seven Republicans in the city council, which would be incredible. Yeah. Now, another competitive race, and I'll just mention this, in Harlem, Kristen Jordan, who's a Democratic Socialist, she's facing an energetic challenge from Assemblymember Inez Dickens, who used to hold this seat. She's a Democrat, but she's an old school Democrat, very tough on crime, and she's making the whole race about crime. That's going to be very competitive. And uh, we're also seeing this race in the Bronx where there's a seat in the Bronx, Morris Park, Country Club, Frog's Neck, 13th Council District. This is a district that's represented by a Democrat, but... Curtis Lewa actually won there, and Zeldin almost won there. So the Republicans are viewing this, even though it's in the heart of the Bronx, as an opportunity to pick up a council seat. So it's not inconceivable that you could see as many as eight Republicans wow. in the city council next year, which would be unprecedented. That's huge. Ina Vernikov actually invited me to a huge party last night. I couldn't make it because I took Gabe to the Nick game, thanks to Corey Zelnick. But I did get a picture at the Nick game last night from Peter King... And Anthony Carone, my good buddy, who's uh, brother Frank, of course, ran Mayor Eric Adams' campaign and was the chief of stamp for about two years. So it was a big night for Ina Vernikoff in uh, in the city last night. And uh, she's one of my favorites there in Brooklyn. Frank, That's right, and you're the best. I love you, Sid. And if you ever have an opportunity to get a photo of Ina Vernikov oh, instead of Peter King, <laughs> that's always a trade that you should make. She's a beautiful no, woman. She is a beautiful woman. And you're a beautiful man, Frank, and a tremendous talent and a great host and a terrific friend. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Love you. The great Frank Morano. I love you, too. Other side of midnight, 1 to 5 a.m. every morning. He's terrific.